0: Hey everyone, I'm Maddie. And I'm Emma. And we're the Hooga Girls.
1: Hooga, in short, is the pursuit of everyday happiness.
0: Each Monday, we give you the tools to build your happiness toolkit through discussing topics related to social media, health and wellness, pursuing your passions, and so much more. Welcome to the Hooga
1: Girls Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Hooga Girls podcast. Happy Monday. I'm coming at you from Charleston. Maddie's coming at you from Denver. We're back in our home sweet homes and we are excited to bring you a really awesome episode today that kind of dives into finding your passions personally, transferring those into professional goals and just all things running. And we will get into our guests in a second. But first, we wanted to first Maddie, how are you? Let's start with the most important thing.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't I didn't even get an intro. I didn't even get a chance to hey, say it hey. Was, it was coming. Um, okay. It was coming. It's okay. I, I forgive you. It's I'm doing well. It's been a good day, you know, getting back into the swing of things. It's weird because we do record on Mondays and the episode goes up on Mondays. So the Monday that you guys are hearing from us is the Monday after we're recording this. And the Monday that I've experienced today has been a very hectic productive good monday so i'm excited honestly for the month of december i feel like it's gonna be a good one and i'm doing doing great how are you doing emma i'm doing good i was listening back to
1: the beginning of an episode that we talked about i don't know how many episodes i lose track at this point but it was asking about um if you listen to christmas music like before or or like what point is christmas music okay obviously just subject to opinion now it is well, I was just thinking I sounded so anti-holiday spirit and I feel like this is one of the most spirited Christmases or holiday seasons for me that I've had in a while. And so I'm very happy about that. When I was listening back, honestly, I just I think everything feels into each other like I've been doing a lot better just like mental health wise just in terms of feeling inspired and just feeling happy and stuff over the past month or so. And I think me moving to Charleston has a lot to do with that. And I'm just feeling excited for life. And now that the holiday season's here, it's like I feel more excited for the holidays than I have um, in a while because I'm like in a new place and I get to experience in a new way. So I'm honestly doing great. And I sounded, not like I sounded like the Grinch, but like I sounded a She's little bit Grinch. like... the Grinch. Well, I sounded a little bit like... <laughs> I won't be participating until December, which is like I still kind of believe in, but
0: I've been getting to my Christmas mood and I'm loving it. So
1: thanks for asking.
0: I, I love all things holiday as well and I'm super excited for the holiday season. I have gone to a couple of festivals of lights. I'm going to one on this upcoming Wednesday, which I'm really excited about. Um and yeah, just all of the holiday I have a things question in full swing. For you what is your question my
1: question this goes into our ask the girls questions so you know we love a good seamless transition
0: um but oh, real yes. question
1: is is there a certain point that you switch over to doing hot coffees instead of ice are you always iced is it just like your mood depending on the day because in charleston it's hard because so, it's usually like it's usually not that cold so like you can get get away with yeah. doing ice but what's your take
0: okay so i think that we have twin tuition even though we're not twins because i was gonna ask you the exact same thing that's where i was going with my with my little tangent um but yeah that was cute of us i am controversial i always drink hot coffee in the morning and i always have iced coffee in the afternoon okay but i get that because it's routine it is and I just feel like in the morning I want something that's gonna like warm me up even like scientifically you're not supposed to have ice cold things in the morning you're supposed to have like lukewarm or warm beverages just because it kind of like kickstarts your all of your bodily systems and functions um but I love a warm coffee in the morning and I'm not someone who relies on caffeine um so actually nine times out of ten I'll have a decaf coffee in the morning like I'll make a oh, decaf it's just latte. For, the, it's just for the vibes. Yep it's literally just for the vibes and because like I wake up and it's the thing that gets me out of bed in the morning I love coffee but I also since I get up and I work out first thing or I'll go and I'll teach a yoga class or something I don't have my coffee right away so I also don't need the caffeine of it I usually have my coffee around like seven thirty, eight am and at that point I've already been up for a little bit um so yeah, I like I like hot coffee, and then in the afternoons when I'm on the decline, like around three o'clock, I'll usually have an iced coffee, and that one is caffeinated. Okay,
1: that's great. And honestly, like there's no right or wrong answer. It's literally just more about. I was just I was just curious. Um, and you yeah, just What are you? Well, you just kind of called me out because you were talking about you shouldn't have iced drinks in the morning. Not that you like shouldn't, but I guess hot is arguably better. And I, I always have ice water in the morning, so. Maybe I'll take a little look at that. <laughs> look at the science. It's okay. It's a hydration. Yeah, it's good. It feels it's like so. better than not
0: drinking any water.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like it's just a good, obviously, like, water is also good for you, so I'm sure there's not any, like, necessarily, like, drawbacks to doing that, but I've been trying to, like, have water ready. I love when I wake up in the morning and I, like, have a nice sip of, like, cold water. It kind of, like, wakes me up and stuff, as opposed to where, like, warm almost would make me sleepy, but I honestly am just a mood girl. Um, Today was a little bit gloomier and rainier, and I went to a coffee shop with my friend downtown, and we both were like, today's a hot coffee day. But it was more of, like, the weather and not the temperature because it was, like, rainy. The vibes, yeah. Yeah, the vibes. It was, like, Christmas, like, gloomy.
0: Yeah, question. When you went downtown um, to get your coffee with your friend, what did you get, and what is your go-to coffee order? That is our Ask the Girls question this week. Yes, our Ask the Girls question. Another seamless transition. We love...
1: Yes, to answer ask the girl's question, someone asked um, what our coffee orders are, our go-to coffee orders, rather. Um, my go-to coffee order is a iced vanilla latte with almond milk. I really like almond milk, one, because I feel like it makes my tummy feel better, but also I just like the little bit of flavor that it adds. I think it makes it a little creamier. I don't know. I like it. I also like oat milk um, and... I'm quite basic. I I know latte is my, like, if we're talking go-to, that's what I go to um, when I don't know what to order or if I just know some, like, let me get something that I know I'm going to like and I can
0: walk around with it and it'll be good. Um, Sometimes I switch it up, but that is my go-to. What is yours? So mine depends seasonally. Um, If I'm getting a latte out, like, spring, summer then I usually just do a normal latte with almond milk, either iced or hot, depending on what time of day I'm having it. Um, no sweeteners, like nothing, just kind of straight to the point. And then during the holiday season, when it's like, you know, pumpkin spice season, peppermint season, I love all the festive drinks, but my go-to is definitely just a honey cinnamon latte. I love adding honey into the froth milk and then just like some sprinkling cinnamon on top. It gives you a really nice festive, warm kind of spiced drink feel without having the actual syrups because I just I have all the problems in the world but I have a super sensitive stomach so whenever I have those like I like it in the moment and then afterwards I feel super sick um mm. so yeah I really love that I I just do a honey cinnamon latte and that's my go-to drink for this time of year yeah you are the
1: you are the stomach problem girly so
0: does that I am, I feel like that might
1: play A little bit of a barrier to enjoying all the coffees in the world, but I'm glad you still find something that you can enjoy because sometimes, I mean, my everyone's stomach is bothers. I love when people are like, hot girls have stomach problems because I'm like, at that point, everyone's just hot, which you know, true, hype is hype everyone up, but like, I feel like literally everyone has stomach problems, but yours are like to the max, they're next level. Next
0: level, I don't like them,
1: yeah. Well. Thank you so much for sharing your coffee orders. We will put a text box up on our Instagram, too, the day this goes live. Um, and if the text box isn't up anymore, just, like, DM us. Let us know what your favorite coffee order is, maybe some coffees we should try, your favorite coffee shops. And we would love to chat about it because I I don't know. I love coffee. I It is a vibe. I, I feel too. like I post way too many pictures. It's not like my Instagram pictures center around coffee, but if you, like, count how many I'm, like, holding a coffee in – it's like kind of an aggressive or amount like at
0: outside of a coffee shop yep. exactly
1: like i took pictures today and guess where it was and the rooftop of coffee a coffee shop. shop yeah i went to hotel bennett and it has that little french <gasps> cafe I love that. yeah it yep. was so fun and no one was up there because it was like kind of drizzling like i said it was gloomy and rainy but it was perfect because no one was no one was interrupting our photo session up there um but we we're so excited to jump into this episode We hosted Bailey Ness. She is a Denver local, so Maddie knows her, and she is also involved on social media, which is how I know her virtually, so it was so exciting to talk to her, and she does so many awesome things. She is a owner or I guess founder you could say uh her own social media agency she used to work in fashion and transitioned into social media and Maddie you can speak a little bit more to her running side because she does that a lot too
0: Yeah, so that's actually how I met Bailey initially is um, she led a run up in Boulder, so like 20 minutes from me, and she has since founded her own run club um, with one of her friends called Cool Down Run Club. And that meets in Denver, and they have a ton of people who participate in it every week. And so she really talks in this episode on how to mix her professional passions with her personal passions, um, the obstacles that she's overcome to get to where she is now, and tips for any listeners who are looking to start a side project or maybe just get into running. So we are super excited to host Bailey on today's episode. And without further ado, let's get into it. Let's go. Hey Bailey, thank you so much for being on the show today. We are so excited to have you. So happy to be here. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be a good episode. And um, I know that we've met a few times in person, and you and Emma have followed each other on socials for a little bit. But for our listeners um, who don't know you, give us some background into who you are.
2: Yes. Okay. So I was born and raised in Minnesota. Uh, My background was working in fashion, I did that for a few years, and then went back to graduate school, and that brought me out to Colorado, and while I was in graduate school, I started doing some freelance social media marketing, so that was about four years ago, and then I started an official social media marketing agency about two and a half years ago.
1: That's so exciting. I told Maddie, I noticed that the name of this social media agency is a little pun with your last name. So it's Necessity, but yes. do you pronounce it Necessity? Like you do a little, throw a little Ness in there? No, no.
2: It's just necessity pretty much, but yeah, it was funny when I named it, I never thought that I was going to brand my agency or anything. I just thought I was kind of a freelancer and I was like, I should probably get an LLC for tax purposes just so that um, I'm being legal and stuff. And then all of a sudden I was like growing and growing and I was like, well, I guess I have to like put my name out there and market it as an official agency and I was like, I guess I have to use this name I put on my LLC, which, um, yeah, now it is necessity and it's out in the world and that's the name.
1: Yes, I think that's so cute. Yeah, I love so- a good pun. I really do. And so, yeah, for, <laughs> for everyone listening, her last name, if you don't see the episode title, is Ness. N-E-S-S. So it's necessity, but spelled like necessity, which is so cute. Um, Can you just tell us a little bit about like what necessity is and how you decided to make the jump to start that business from just doing the freelance work? Like what does that transition look like?
2: Yes. So necessity necessities of social media marketing agency, we manage a bunch of different clients. Uh, social media accounts. So Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, Pinterest, etc. We also do email marketing, blog writing, web design, content creation, um, and, you know, anything, really. But uh, it, I mean, how I decided to make the jump was, um, I actually kind of graduated from my grad degree, and I felt pretty lost. I just kept looking at the job postings online. I was looking on LinkedIn, and um, I loved working in fashion, I did, but it's kind of one of those situations where it's just you're overworked and underpaid, so that didn't really excite me Not either a good anymore. Not <laughs> No, no, and... I was doing some freelance social media marketing as a side gig for a few friends who had started businesses. So I just decided to kind of dive in and take that and run with it for the time being, never thinking it would kind of grow to what it is now. But that's how I officially, I guess, like started to dive in.
0: Yeah. So what did the timeline look like for you with necessity? Like How far out of grad school were you doing your freelancing work and then when did you make that switch
2: yeah so I got the LLC probably in May um so right when I graduated um and then I would say I was like okay this is a real legit agency and I should run with this probably around September so maybe three months later
1: Wow, that's pretty quick, honestly. Props to you, too, because... Yeah, that's a quick turnaround. Like Maddie said in the beginning, me and Bailey do know each other from social, so I'm kind of in that world as well. We've never actually met, but we're like, oh my god, I feel like I know you, because we've been on online (laughs) friends for so long, which is really cool, but I social media just has so much potential. Sometimes something sits flat for forever and then it picks up and sometimes it picks up right away. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that it grew as much as it did for you. That's so exciting. And I it's inspiring to me too, because I know you're a little bit older than me. How, are you 26?
2: Yes. Okay. And I'm
1: 22. So you're kind of, you're like my inspo for maybe what I'd love to do in the uh. future, um, <laughs> just with socials, because there really Thank are so you. many opportunities And I wanted to ask a question kind of about the path that you were on because I know I guess from talking to you now I kind of have a sneak at the answer, but I'd love to hear a little more insight of just, do you think your path to where you got now, would you consider it a straight line or would you consider it very much a zigzag line that's had a lot of directions that you maybe didn't know, the road less traveled per se?
2: Yes, absolutely. It's been very zigzag. And it's like emotionally exhausting as well. Like at first, I was taking any client that would accept me, anybody who was willing to, you know, um, take a chance on me. And during that time, I was maybe being like mistreated by some clients or kind of just taking whatever I could get. Um, and then you'll have times where you're losing a bunch of clients, or then you'll have times where you're just continuously growing out of nowhere. Um, so it is kind of all over the place and you never know what's going to happen, but it's really fun and exciting overall.
0: Yeah. And it seems like you've kind of in such a short time span gotten a handle on not only your own business necessity, but also kind of sparking these new, side projects or passion projects. And we're gonna talk later on the episode all about running and um, how you really got into it and discovering something that you love and kind of growing it into this great community. Um, But I know Mm -hmm. just from following you on Instagram and also first off meeting you through going on a run together, um, that you have now created this community Cooldown Run Club. So I would love to hear more about Cooldown Running.
2: Yes. So cool down running is something that a friend and I started uh, four months ago now, and it has just grown like crazy, but it's a new Denver run club. It's um, We're hoping to take it like nationwide and getting leaders in all the different um, states, but right now it's just in Denver. It's for all ability levels. We really wanted everyone to feel welcome to come. So if you're in the Denver area, you should absolutely join us. We have now have had like over 500 people come and run with us and we have some nights where where we get 150 plus people who you know just come out and run and then we usually go and grab drinks afterwards
0: that's so incredible so how did you decide to start down cool down or start cool down running I should say yeah
2: I think well I ran in college so I ran for the University of Minnesota very competitively Um, It was very intense, but it was also a spot where I made like my closest friendships. When you are running and training together, it's just this time where you're not using your phones, you're totally unplugged. It's just you running and uh, chatting and, you know, getting to know each other super well. And a lot of my best friends are from my college running team. So I wanted to bring that experience to post-college where it's a time where a lot of people can just... Um, you know, come run, relax, and uh, meet new people.
1: That's so awesome. I personally am not, I enjoy running, but I'm not on, like, the long, long path of running yet. I tried to run outside, actually, a slight tangent, I tried to run outside yesterday, and it was a struggle, but I was proud of myself for at least going for it, because I'm a big, like, get on a treadmill, and just, like, sprint girl, but I tried outside yesterday, because I feel like that should be more enjoyable, just because of, like, the ambiance. But the point that I was gonna get to is that my mom actually ran track in college, and she absolutely oh, cool. loved it. And she still to this day, if you bring up to her anything about Appalachian State, which is where she went, or anything about running, she <laughs> would like love to talk your ear off about it because she found like the same thing. Such a community in her running, like that was like her version of a sorority in college, and she just absolutely loved it. And running still something that she incorporates to this day. So I guess in terms of putting something. It, well, you, like, worked with social media, and then you turn it into a business, and then you worked with running, and you're turning it into a club, so it seems like you're really mixing personal passions with professional passions as well. Do you feel like personal and professional passions mix together naturally, or do you feel like that's something that you've had to work to gain, or... I don't know. I just feel like that's almost the best of both worlds, is when you have something that you enjoy doing that you can kind of turn into... A gig in a business sense as you get older, too, because that's kind of like the route you got to start thinking when you got to support yourself. So how do you feel like you've been able to mix what you like personally and then what your goals are professionally?
2: Totally. Yeah. And going back to just talking about not being excited when I was applying or looking kind of at jobs out in the real world, um, nothing excited me. And both social media, marketing and running absolutely do. So the fact that I you know, started, you know, a little fun thing and uh, a whole business off of both of those two passions of mine has been really incredible. And it is kind of hard, but in, I feel like today's world, there are so many different ways that you can make money and so many different ways that um, you can take those passions and make them into a career.
0: Yeah, I would absolutely agree with you there. And I also think that you can do something and turn it into a community or into a larger passion project, such as cool down running or in our case, Huga Girls, without it being like your sole source of income. Like it can just be something that brings you community, that brings you joy, brings and also incorporates Hooga. being around, brings you Huga, <laughs> yes, and brings you just happiness at the end of the day. Um, but to get to that point, like anyone else everyone is human and life is full of highs and lows and like you were saying earlier it's not always a straight line or a straight path to get to where you are so are there any obstacles that you feel that you faced either in your personal life or your professional life um, that have really shaped you into who you are now either in a personal sense or in a growth professional sense
2: um, yes, I would say, like a lot of people, I graduated in May of 2020, which, mm-hmm. as a lot of people know, was a yep. was a tough time to join the workforce, um, and so I think with that, I was in a complete panic mode. I've always been super career-driven. I have, you know, been working my whole life and making businesses on my own since I was 12, so I think, like, all of a sudden being so unstable and not really knowing what direction I was going in in the career was very difficult for me and probably a big bump. Um, So And I also had a, a job offer in New York City with Rent the Runway, which was a company that I interned for. And if you're not familiar, it's a Uh, It's a company where you can rent clothing, and obviously, during the pandemic, no one was renting clothing because no one was leaving their house, so the job offer was no longer on the table just because they were doing everything they could not to lay people off. So I would say that was a big thing that I overcame and kind of figured out uh, because I was absolutely so heartbroken over that, and looking back on it, it was the best thing to happen to me because I wouldn't have started my own agency I would you know probably be living in a tiny studio apartment in New York rather than living in a spacious home in Denver where I ended up being way happier than um, the other path that I was planning on going on.
1: That's so awesome and I'm sure if you would have gone with it the runway you would have been super successful still but I love stories that end with like that's the best thing that's ever happened to me when you look back and maybe you think yeah. at that time you're like this is the worst thing that could have happened to me but I'm so happy that you've really found your niche and your place and I just I've been to Colorado and I just I even though I don't know you personally like I just see you in Colorado like I feel like that makes so much sense for you and your passions, especially with running um and kind of along the lines of running how did you discover you liked running in the first place because that's obviously something you really love and how would you maybe encourage people if they feel like they don't have something that they love like how did you discover that and follow that passion that you were feeling for it
2: yeah, so my dad was a professional runner. Um so I in really strayed away from it. Yeah, it was in the jeans. I did fight it a lot. Um my parents when I was like in seventh grade were like, I think you should run cross country and I was like, Absolutely not, I'm not doing that. I hate running, that sounds horrible. Um, but I you know, did a little gym class mile and one and then I was like, Hmm, maybe I should you know, attempt this. And so that's kind of how I got into it. And it was at a very young age. And then I've just stuck with it ever since.
0: Yeah. And I think that that's something that a lot of people who are in running or in the running community, um, can almost be daunting because it feels like everyone has been running since they were in seventh grade or since they were a freshman in high school or in college, or, you know, they ran track or cross country in college. Um, and I know that there are a lot of people out there, myself included, who just want to run for fun, um, who mm-hmm. want to run to get their heart rate up, who maybe incorporate it in a couple of days a week just to, you know, get some cardio in um, or just as an opportunity to get outside. So as someone who is very active in the running community, um, what are your tips for someone who wants to get into running or is looking to train for a half marathon or a marathon and maybe hasn't even run a 5K?
2: Yes. Yes. So one tip I would, I, I would say I have like three tips for this. So one of them is just start slow and pace yourself. Um, I think a lot of people feel like they should finish their runs and be winded and laying on the ground dying. And if they're not, then they didn't like get in a good workout. But, um, I would say like, just start out super slow and don't make yourself hate it every time you do it. Like go so slow that you End the run feeling like, you know, like you're maybe somewhat okay. Um, I would also say don't be afraid to walk. That's totally fine. If you need to take a walk break, don't put that pressure on yourself that it's a big deal. Um, lastly, I would say start with a ten minute run and then kind of just work your way up. Like run ten minutes every single day until that feels easy, and then bump it up to twenty minutes, and then when that feels easy, bump it up to thirty minutes. Um, And just go for time and not really track your mileage.
1: That's really important. I love what you said that don't make yourself hate it. Because I feel like, just like you said, and this is something that's even subconscious that I know I've done. I'm like, oh, if I'm not winded, then... I, you know, I didn't do good enough or I didn't try hard enough, but then every time I it, I'm like, that sucked. Like, I, I hated that almost, you know? <laughs> so it is important to pace yourself and listen to your body and how you're responding. And this is the second time I'll reference a runner in the family that is not myself, but my sister did a half marathon and um, she's younger than me. And I was like, oh my God, I just don't understand how you even went about doing that because I could, you know, quote, never do that. She's like, you could, you know, you, I started when I would run a mile, I would be literally dead at the end and then it would be seven miles and I'd be fine. And she's like, it's not like I'm not tired at the end of the half marathon, but your body was ready for it. And so that was kind of the inspiration to me because she was someone that was like, oh girl, like my first mile sucked. But yeah, you know, you don't hate it. You keep following, you keep following your endurance as it builds and as you just like grow to love it more. So I love that. And you did the New York City marathon, you said, right?
0: Let me just yes, ask you I about just ran that.
1: that, because was that, like, incredible? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: congratulations.
1: Thank you. Did you love doing that? Like, was that a really, really cool experience? Because it seems like everyone that talks about it says how amazing of an energy it has. Is that is that true from the runner herself?
2: <laughs> yes, the New York Marathon was absolutely insane. The hype was unbelievable. It was my third marathon, and it was by far the most crazy one. The crowds were insane. Everyone there was so supportive. I seriously felt like a football player, like on a football players, like constantly get so much like love and support and fans. And, you know, running is so often overlooked. They're like, okay, cool. No one cares to watch you run. But there were thousands and thousands of people out there with signs cheering people on. People wouldn't know who I am, but they would be like, go girl in the yellow sports bra just things like that and it's such it's such a supportive and incredible environment and it was one of the best things I've ever done so if you ever get the opportunity to do it I would absolutely run New York City
0: Marathon. Yeah that's incredible I remember just seeing like your posts and stuff on socials and it was surprising to me how many people in my life And that I knew whether it be like a close friend or a family member or someone that I've just followed on Instagram for a couple years was running and what they were all running for. Um, Yeah. And like you were saying, just being a part of something that is bigger than yourself, which I might be a little bit extreme to say, but it really does show the community that you can build Um, and kind of transitioning off of running and into more of a personal direction, if you will. Um, With so many people out there, I know that sometimes there's a lot of noise around what you should be doing or um, how you should be dressing, for example. And you mentioned working in fashion previously, um, which shows, because I love your style, it's so unique. And I think that that is something that um, is, not common nowadays, I don't know if I should be saying that, but I find like a lot of people, and myself included, I'm guilty of it, um, will just tend to dress in neutrals or have a capsule wardrobe or um, dress in accordance with the trends or with TikToks or whatever it may be. And your style is very colorful. It's very personal. Um, So how did you get there? How did you find your personal style?
2: Yeah. Well, I would say that I've always, just from a very young age, been in love with fashion and clothing and everything. Um, I've always loved really bright colors and a lot of different patterns and mix matching patterns together. Um, But I would say I'm very inspired by a lot of different generations that aren't really ours. Um, And I guess I don't worry too much about matching like that's never really been something that's important to me. I don't really worry about the colors coordinating or the patterns making sense together. And I honestly find that to be a lot more fun. (laughs) Um, And I, yeah, I kind of get this diverse wardrobe from renting a lot of my clothes, from Rent the Runway, or even Newly uh i upcycle a lot of my old clothing because i do try to be a- as sustainable as i possibly can and then i do try to buy a lot of secondhand clothes so i d- think just taking all of those clothes and mixing them together is kind of where my style comes from
1: that's so fun i definitely fall into that category of more like i just moved and i realized how capsule wardrobe my wardrobe is which is like just different things are gonna work for different people but your style is definitely so fun and I, it's always the most impressive thing to me. This is goes for, like, architecture and design along with, you know, clothing and stuff, you know, all the design elements. But when people can mix-match things to make them work. Like, I remember, I think I saw Emma Chamberlain's, like, house on Architectural Digest. And I was like, I would have never put this together, but why does it look so good? And I feel like that's, like, you in a clothing sense because I'm like, I would have never put it <laughs> together, but why does this look so good? And I don't know. I just think it's so fun to, like – have fun with your style and because life can get like mundane sometimes and your life doesn't seem mundane but it really can and so it's like if you feel good and you feel fun it just like all the energy all flows together so I love that I just feel like you have so many fun little projects that you've found to love even if it's just like running by yourself doing the cool down running how like what would you what advice would you give to someone who's maybe interested in starting a side project or maybe they have a passion and they're looking to turn it into something more than just individual for them
2: yeah I would say my biggest tip is to just block out a certain amount of time each day or if you don't have time each day then blocking out a certain time each week where you specifically focus on that project so right now i you know, work uh, like necessity, the full work day usually plus some. Um, and then I also try to block off like an hour where I just work on cool down stuff each day. And then I usually try to block off like an hour a week to just focus on some of my personal brand stuff or like, you know, my interior stuff in my home or things like that. So I would say just time blocking is the biggest thing if you really want to make your passions into more of a you know side hustle or full-time gig
0: yeah i completely agree with that from a personal standpoint that's what's worked for me and i know that it seems daunting at first to all of our listeners out there to actually time block your schedule i actually just did a workshop at my corporate job on time blocking and it actually makes you more efficient so i love that tip um as we begin to wrap up today's episode Um, my favorite question to ask people who come on the show is what is one thing you wish we would have asked you that we haven't already? Gosh, something else you just a little last
1: bit of wisdom you'd like to live with us that we haven't chatted about yet.
2: You know, I mean, going off of your whole podcast and your whole podcast title um, and what you guys stand for, I just think absolutely just pursuing your passions, do what makes you happy and um, try to get the most out of life because, you know, you might as well. Otherwise, it's just boring. So I know that's not really a question, but there's a little no, I love tidbit it's of like advice.
0: A, yeah, it's something How to, to leave life. our audience with. Yeah. Yes, exactly. How to approach life with fun and pursuing your passion. So thank yes. you so much for sharing everything this evening, or I guess this morning when everyone is listening to this episode. <laughs> um, we definitely want our listeners to be able to connect with you, whether that be um, they work for a smaller company and they're looking for a social media marketing with necessity, or they're in the Denver area, they're looking for an awesome run club to join or maybe they just want to follow you um to see your personal style and the positive positivity that you radiate so where can they do that
2: yes so instagram i'm just bailey ness but there is three s's someone took the two s's handle so bailey ness with three s's is my handle then you can follow cool down running if you want to join the coolest run club in denver Or if you want to follow my social marketing agency, it's Necessity, spelled N-E-S-S-C-E-S-S-I-T-Y.
1: Perfect. Thanks for sharing. We'll have everything down in the show notes as well as our Instagram for the podcast, me and Maddie's personal, all things that you are interested in if you want to do a little... All things Huga. Yeah, if you want to do a little Instagram stalk of any of us after this, we will make it quite easy for you. We've also been more active on TikTok, so make sure to check us out there. It's the same handle as Instagram. But Bailey, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was great to finally chat with you and not just see all your cute posts, even though I do enjoy that. Um, <laughs> and this was such a good episode. I feel like I'm walking away definitely with inspiration to mix what I personally and professionally love because I feel like that's you know what really brings you satisfaction with your life and fulfillment is finding what you love and kind of making it your job so uh thank you so much yes
0: yeah well thank, thank you. you you guys are all
2: Happy amazing show <laughs> Thanks. Aw, Thank you <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was great having you on the show for all of our listeners out there. Um, if you are a longtime listener of the show or if you just really love this episode, which why wouldn't you? Bailey's awesome. Um, be sure to rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It definitely helps our podcast um, as well as like Emma said, follow us on Instagram. That's at Hygge Girls Podcast, H-Y-G-G-E Girls Podcast. And also stay tuned because on Thursday there will be another Huga for the Holidays episode. So until next time, stay happy stay healthy stay and Huga. stay hookah bye everyone bye y'all bye yeah. okay